What's up? Oh man, we're midsummer. We're almost, I think, exactly midsummer. Well, no, we're one. We're a little past one month in the summer, and summer's three well, months. Seasons are three months, right? Yeah, but it's weird because summer doesn't start when you think it starts. No, I mean, like in my mind, summer should they should like rework it so summer starts June first and ends August thirty first, thirtieth, thirty first. It's one like, of those days. What do they say? Memorial Day to Labor Day? Or that works too. Yeah. But just make it June, July, and August so it's easy on us. Like the fact that there are 22 days of summer in September makes no sense to me. I, I'm sorry. If hockey season has begun, then summer's over. Yeah, but hockey season does go almost up until summer starts. <laughs> That's a good point. With playoffs and shit. Like they're they're playing summer they're playing hockey when it's fucking hot out. Alright, then the summer should just be when they uh, I'd say summer should be when they play baseball, but they play baseball They play baseball almost until Christmas now. Yeah. <laughs> that pissed me off so much. And I love baseball, but when you when you uh preempt the Simpsons for your world fucking series. Oh yeah, back uh, then that used to oh, piss me off so I much. Was yeah, King of the Hill too was preempted for. I, like, used to get I, I would, I would hope every like, can beg, NBC please get the contract to this shit right, so we can get it over with. Right. Like fucking Barry Bonds and the San Francisco Giants, you really need another like fucking World Series. Like, can't you play these games at four o'clock in the afternoon? I want to watch Treehouse of Horror when it's supposed to air. Right. <clears throat> Not. Like on Thanksgiving weekend. Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, um, before we go further, Squeezer, we have five minutes left. It is currently 11.55 p.m. on July 31st, 2019. Wow, look at us. Look at us jump the gun. What do you mean? Like, we're, we're, it's not midnight yet. We already started. I know we already started. I would like to, while we have five minutes left, officially say a happy birthday to the North American release of the Nintendo Game Boy. Which was released on July thirty first, nineteen eighty nine. It is thirty years old. Thirty years old. One of the best gaming systems to ever come out. Mm-hmm. We've done two shows on Game Boy games. And Officially, yeah, yeah, and then tons of other. Tons of other. So you can go back uh, so, in the archives yeah. on iTunes, Google Play Store, Podbean, or Squeezer, Spotify. Yes. We are now on Spotify. Oh, snap. Where I hear millennials listen to music. So that, well, technically, that's us in that weird time frame that they created. Yeah, I don't even know. I, whatever you know, I have someone. I have more in common with someone that's forty years old and someone that's thirty years old. So meanwhile, the Game Boy is like fucking millennials. Yeah, it's thirty years old. Uh, but like twenty year olds listen to, to, to I guess I don't know who ah uh, the youngins I've got Apple Music all right because it's easy and it works with my iPhone and my Macintoshes and my uh, my iPad 
it just works. I don't have Spotify. I don't have to download any other apps. It's just there. That's nice. But if you wanted to, well, I had to download Spotify now to like track our, our statistics. So they got me. Oh, and, and how are those doing? Good. People actually listening already on Spotify. It's crazy. Whoa. Yeah. So Welcome you, to the show. You, if you've been like looking for a way, like if, if whatever way you listen to isn't the prop way you like to listen to, and you have Spotify, search us on Spotify. Go ahead and listen to us there. We are on Spotify. We are everywhere. You listen to podcasts. Oh, can we say that now? I don't know if it's true. I'm just I'm saying it. Though. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, 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 we can. Yeah. I don't know if it's true, but we can certainly say it. Well, it wouldn't be the first or last time that we've said uh, <laughs> non-truth on this show. Yeah, right. Well, fuck it. We're not. Yeah. We're not. We're not swearing on the Bible in front of a court of our peers. We're swearing. Not on, yet. We're swearing on the fucking never-ending storybook in front of a yeah. court of our beers. We will be once your whole fair use. Uh, argument goes out the window it won't go out the window i guarantee it i don't know once so in about two weeks i'm going to receive shipment of our first pin that we will be selling okay then we can put that hand on (laughs) that bible then we gotta consider (laughs) contacting a lawyer so i I gave a teaser out to everybody who got the free pins now there uh, i sent out more free pins today i'm sending out more tomorrow so if you didn't get your initial the your pins in the initial wave, more went out and more are going out. So you will get them. But in the first wave, I gave a little hint. So for like for a week, people have known something that no one else knows except you, Squeezer. And Enchantress. Enchantress was the first to know and first to see the artwork. I'm not gonna tell you what the pin will be. I'm just telling you what the line will be. We are going to be doing a line of Enamel pins and perhaps hats, t-shirts, and underoos. I don't know about the underoos yet, but that's that's in the pipeline. <laughs> uh, of of extinct junk food. I don't think anything is more rad years than that. So the no. first the first pin in the series is done. It's in production, and it will be coming within two weeks, and will be available for sale on radyears.com. It will be ten dollars shipped. In the 48 states that aren't Alaska and Hawaii and America. Uh, if you want to buy it outside of it, you'll have to pay shipping as well. But uh, in the states, it will be... 48 states, it will be... I like how it costs them money if we send it to, like, Toronto. But it doesn't cost anything to send it to, like, San Diego. <laughs> right. Toronto because you, someone because someone drew a line like 200 and some years ago right well you got to pay the customs guys uh, I, I greased their hands a little bit yeah, greasy palms we, I've sent the free pins to both Hawaii and uh, Toronto but that's because I didn't make any claims as to where I could send these so <laughs> I paid the extra money to send them to a, our friend in Toronto Aww. and our friend uh, and they're good friends too <coughs> these weren't schmoes that I didn't know these were people who've been sweet to us throughout our run. So they deserve the extra shipping well, costs. If you're in Toronto, they have to be sweet. They're Canadian. It's yeah, like no, mandatory, right? They're just so. And how can you be in Hawaii and not and be pissed off? 
you know, other than basically you live on a giant bomb in the water, but you know. yeah, but it's a beautiful, it's bomb. a beautiful bomb. Right. Yeah. So it's Game Boy's been around for 30 years. I've been around for 37. You've been around for 36. Nintendo's been around for 30. Are we going here or Japan? Four. I'm done. Oh, here it's been 34. 34. I'm doing America because that's what matters. Nintendo. Not the the Famicom squeezer. You didn't send any pins to Japan then, did you? Uh, no, but uh, Enchantress is entering in April, I'm sorry, August this month, this upcoming month, the lottery for the t- uh, Tokyo Marathon. And she's like, do you want to go to that with me? I'm like, oh. Squeezer, if there's any country, if there's any major city in the world you'd think I'd want to go to, what would that be? Hmm. Hmm. It usually uh, doesn't take me this long to be clever. Uh, Brussels. No, I would like to go to Brussels, but mm-hmm. uh, we we were very uh, close. They we were very close when we were in uh, Amsterdam, but uh, no, it, it, Tokyo. It's the technological okay. capital of the world. Newark. Oh God! Only if there's a cheap flight. Uh, so I've been reading this book called Super Mario, How Nintendo Conquered America by Jeff Ryan. Uh, you could buy his book on um, Kindle or... Oh, that guy also has two first names, just like you. Right. He's like my dad and me, Jeff Ryan. Ooh. Ooh, good. Um, so he, you could you could meet Jeff. He'll sign the book for you at RetroCon in philly if you if you're interested in that he must live in the area he's always at retrocon every year i'm nice man met him there last year so i got the book um i bought it on kindle i'm like hey nice to meet you i'm gonna buy your book on kindle but enchantress he wrote a disney book enchantress bought and had him sign it uh so yeah jeff ryan uh it's it's really really good it's a good story but uh it kind of tells the whole story of, of how nintendo kind of made its footing in in America and um, basically through Mario's story. And uh, it's a pretty good book. Mm, it's nice. crazy what happened with the whole... And we've talked about this with um, uh, the book Console Wars mm-hmm. uh, by um, our friend Blake Harris. You could go back in the archives and listen to Blake. He joined us on an episode to talk <clears throat> Console Wars. Uh, he... How the hell did we get guests back then? Yeah, we haven't had a guest in a while. Uh, no, I might, I might have a good get for us in this in the future. I got one guy I want to talk to. I gotta reach out and just fucking do it. Yeah, uh, I've been working on a guy, and it's just it's been a logistics issue. But um, he he's been he listens. He's interested. We we also have one in the pipeline, and I've said it. But we were like five shows in. I'm like, hi, hey, you're a published author. Do you want to talk to us on our? Yeah, I just, I just pitched him what I wanted to talk to him about, and he was down. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Jim Jenkins, the creator of Doug, he is, he's, he reached out to be on the podcast. Um, him and his team, who created Doug the Musical, would just Google it and look up. <laughs> it was it's so... just the thought of it makes me happy. Yeah. yeah. Utter disaster, but in the greatest possible way they're actually working on it i mean it's not like what they did was wrong 
but it's just it just wasn't it was i don't know it, it was never meant probably for anything bigger than what it was it was that you it was at one of those parks down there I don't, I don't know i'm not i'm not a disney person but um jim jenkins created disney, created doug uh even though i kind of disparaged it when i went to disney i've researched first and found out he didn't like it when i went to disney either <laughs> so he will be joining us shortly in uh, a few weeks now we just got to figure out if we're going to do it in person or on over skype so, oh, gotcha. Yeah, that's that's just the logistic thing. But um, I also have another big get that I can't say because I don't know if it's going to happen. Bigger than Jim Jenkins. They're like, this guy created Doug. How could you get bigger than that? This is going to be a good get. Are we finally going to have Dave come on and talk wrestling? No. no. Oh, that's a big get. I, I mean... You and I can handle Dave for like 10, 20 minutes, but I don't know if we could subject our audience to Dave for like two hours. I mean, they don't have to listen to the whole episode, That's right? True. There's a delete button. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're trying to build our audience, not turn them off. The problem with kids today is they're alive and they do things. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it was, it's a good book. Jeff Ryan, he's someone... Uh, we might be able to reach out to. Oh, yeah. Talk Super Mario with us. Uh, but what else has been going on, Squeeze? Uh, speaking of who we can't reach out to and not alive. Yes. That was a tasteless transition. Oh, okay. Should I play the clip? Yeah. Ah, oh, my plan has come to fruition. Soon I'll be queen of summertime. Oh, king, king! You picked the clip that everyone wanted you to pick, Squeezer. Aw, oh, thanks. I feel really bad. I, I felt like that was mean. That was unnecessary. What, the clip? No, what I said. All right, well... This, this one hits me. We accept your part. I know. Well, she was up there in age, and you can't live forever. Uh, no, 75 isn't... Now that I'm, like... Almost halfway there. That's not that old anymore. God, I don't know. I can't imagine living to 75. I, I can't imagine you living to 75 either. Yeah, but but she, for people that do take care of themselves... She's um, going to live forever. And not as Minnie fucking Mouse as Martin fucking Prince. Well, she was Minnie Mouse for 32 fucking years. And I'm pretty sure she was Martin for 30 plus years. Yeah, she was Martin. She was Sherry and Terry. Um, uh, she was Penny Tompkins on The Critic. Yes. Uh, Pebbles Flintstone, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. She got her start. Do you know what her first uh, voice acting gig was? Strawberry Shortcake. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So she was like the current Minnie, right? Yes, um, which is going to be a living hell for me because you, know mm -hmm. you know how it is when they start changing voice actors over and you notice it. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna notice it because we watch a shit ton of Minnie Mouse in our show, in our house. I think her and, uh, her Penny Tompkins, she was she was like funny man, like she was so good at that Southern like little girl, like that yeah. was such a great character. The critic we've discussed it on the show. It's one of my favorite shows. Mm -hmm. That's often not looked at as a great show, but it's I think they're all on YouTube. Go ahead and rip through them all. It's a brilliant show, and... We've never done, like, a true critic show, though, have we? 
I have, yeah. I had him one of my picks. Was it? I huh. did a deep dive into the critic, yeah. Critics. Well, it's been a while. Let's do it again sometime soon. Yeah, because I stayed up all night and rewatched every episode to Enchantress's Chagrin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm a huge critic. I was since Jump Street, like from when it came out. Yeah. Uh, on Fox and it didn't, and then it moved to ABC and I followed it there and then it moved to, it moved to Shockwave. Yeah, I didn't follow, I didn't, I didn't go with it then. I did. What the hell is Shockwave? Shockwave was that software of animation, like Flash. Remember Shockwave? Yeah, all right, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, there might have been a story, but I, I was in college, and I remember, oh, they rebooted the critic on Shockwave. Let me critic. You don't have to look it up also. See if I recognize a logo or something? You, you, you will. Shockwave was all over the internet when we were kids. It's an Adobe thing? Uh... Yeah, it was. it's Flash. It, it was, it was, a, it wasn't, it was. But, Mac- like, so Adobe, no, it was, like, their like Mac- a channel? No, Macromedia owned it back then. It was part of like the Dreamweaver Flash and stuff, and then then uh, okay. Adobe bought them. Uh, when did I can't? Oh yeah, okay. So from February first, I, mean, I remember Shockwave, but like it was a so a publisher as well. Yeah, so um, they had a channel when I was in college. It was from February first, two thousand. To 2001, 10 webisodes were produced using Adobe Shockwave, which was Macromedia back then. It wasn't Adobe. And were mm-hmm. broadcast on AdamFilms.com and Shockwave.com. So for me, there are only two seasons of the show. And when there was, when they were like, oh, we're doing more. Like, like there was 13 in the first season. There's only 23 episodes, true episodes. So it's 13 on ABC and 10 on Fox. Really? Yeah. Wow, what an impact, though. Yeah, and then they did 10 short ones on uh, Shockwave. And they were like like four minutes apiece. And it was like him reviewing movies. It was That's all it was. Um. And when they brought it to Fox, he had an appearance on The Simpsons, which was great. Man getting kicked in testicles with football. What are you doing over there? No, I, I can't believe that was only on. I, I'm still looking at Shockwave stuff. <laughs> That's what I thought you. Were, I knew you were doing that. <laughs> like you got lost in a Shockwave rabbit hole. I remember shot. I just don't remember it as it like a as a. Yeah, it it, it was it, it, it used. Yeah, it definitely was. I just remember watching it, and um, it was games and cartoons, and I it was it was when I was in college. It, I remember CRT monitors, like a home built, um, PCs. It was way they say Adobe it was way before Adobe owned them. It was still Macromedia. I know that for a fact because I was working on Dreamweaver. Because remember, I was designing websites for people. With no formal training on Dreamweaver before, mm-hmm. it was like I was like an in college, out of college job. I was using Flash, yeah, you know, and Shockwave a lot, so I was into the stuff. It's probably how I knew about it. I just remember in college, like sitting on a computer, 
and um, you downloading episodes of Simpsons and Seinfeld on LimeWire. Yeah, yeah, LimeWire is my go-to. Yeah, and occasionally I would get like one or two, like really popular episodes of The Critic on there too. There's what was that other P two P Bear Share. Um, it was like Kazaa, Kazaa. Yep. Yeah. I remember Kazaa. Yeah. And you know, fuck you if you're like that's stealing, okay? Not Kazakhstan. It was K A Z A A Kazakhstan. Not Kazakhstan. Come on, you haven't seen Borat? You yeah, pronounce that where it's Kazakhstan. Oh uh, wow! I just Google. I just I just Google it and see the. Uh, I haven't seen that logo in a while. Yeah, yeah peer to peer. Yeah. Yeah, Kazaa, LimeWire, and BearShare. Those are my three go-to after the old Napster went down that dark road of you paying for their service. Yeah, we're in... Who's going who's gonna to pay to download music and stream it? So at Seriously. the time, I was... I, LimeWire eventually came out for Mac, and I hadn't. And it was great because like all those viruses you downloaded just wouldn't run on a Mac. But Kazaa never came out on Mac. It was only when... So I would run... I had my iMac. My first iMac I ever owned was that la- like lampshade, the first flat screen iMac. It was the first like mm-hmm. OS ten iMac. And... But like I had like another like home-built uh, PC that I used that I like... I, I double... I had a double boot on it. I had um, Suzy Linux on it. Remember <laughs> that? S-U-Z-E... So I ran Suzy Linux on it and Windows XP and it was just basically my file sharing computer like to get like like shit to watch and then I transferred over to my Mac and if it'd play there without like booting anything or like saying it was error, I was like, Oh, there's nothing wrong with it. But yeah. And then my Mac at the time, that was back in the day when you wouldn't let your like editing computer really go on the internet. Remember that? Oh yeah, that was that was a thing. Shit, e- even with the one that I'm using right now, was initially bought with the intention of it not being online. Oh really? Because that's like you can't even use Adobe without it being online. No, no, yeah, I had to create a hotspot the other day just so I could do my work. Yeah, you can't use so it's it's a dead thing. But it used to be a thing. Like, don't put this online because. Um, it's too important. I don't know about. It. I don't know if it was resources or hacking, I don't know. or just people's attention spans. <laughs> You're gonna or go you online and do dumb shit. Span. But like, you can't. You can't do it because now there's so many things, so many elements, and so many like. Yeah, I want to say it was probably process uh, processing power. You think? I think it was that and the hacking. At least that's yeah, what people who didn't and... know any better thought. And just being able to, like, bugs and shit like that. Yeah. Anything that could slow it down. Right. But, uh, yeah, that was back in the day when you needed every single bit of processing, pro- yeah. processing power you could get. Uh, so, let's start the show. Um... This is going to be a fun one. Yeah, we're talking about toilet... I mean... We brought up the Game Boy, which lived on forever up until like a few years ago. People were still using Game Boys. They still do. Uh, mm-hmm. But we're not talking 
the toy lines that live forever. We're talking toy lines that died quick, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I went down some rabbit holes on this one. Uh, what do you mean rabbit holes? What, uh, just I, I'm researching one thing and it leads me down to another thing or I look at the manufacturer and it takes me to a similar line or where they copied the same toy. And so I probably added an extra dozen subjects to my running list of stuff for down the road in the process of doing this show. Um. Like, stuff I came across, I'm like, oh, I'm going to talk about this at a later time. <laughs> so I'm just being pointed out by our friend Clipper, um, who runs a cre- an awesome account, Creamy Creamy Tapes. And Lil Dave, I posted the Game Boy thing on my personal account, not the Rad Years. And he wrote, cough, cough, wrong account. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. That's why I'm just gonna screenshot this and say I posted on the wrong account. That's fantastic. I'll like it anyway. I'm an idiot. Uh, okay. Um, just see, Squeezer, tell us your tell us your researching. Um, how you did? How you went about your research for this, and how you picked what you did? Why so this mistakes. all right? This one was trick. Are you asking me to fill while you repost the Game Boy thing? Is that what this is? Yeah, the, the no shit. Okay, gotcha. All right, uh, I just want to be clear. You know, all right. are we rolling now? <laughs> we we've been okay. So yeah, for me it was actually kind of tricky because we talked a lot of stuff already, and like I my initial list was like all all this shit that we already burned, like uh. Uh, fuck now I can't even think of it uh, but yeah a lot of stuff on my. I wanted to do all fresh stuff that we haven't touched on before I had some things already like in the back of my mind my running list that I went through and I pulled that stuff out of and a few other things that like really like blew my mind uh, like oh yeah I, I remember that like stumbling across and then we got into a conversation about one particular pick you had. I didn't remember it at all till I looked it up. Then I remembered it. Then it triggered something in my mind about something else I had. Cannot remember putting my can't didn't know what it was or, you know. And then I eventually found that and that is definitely a one off. It had six uh six pieces to the entire collection and it was done uh, in in one line, so that definitely made the show. But I'm really happy that that pick. I, I'm so excited. I remember this toy that I'm I'm going to talk about at one point, and it just like I remember playing with it so much, and it was just awesome. But I had no idea what the hell it was, uh, and I've rediscovered it twenty some thirty years later. The the funny um, thing is the way I'll, I'll it'll be my first pick, I'll, so I'll get right to it. But the way I I've been thinking about this. Am toy I done now? Yeah, you're done feeling. Oh, thank you. I've been thinking about this toy for a while, and I'm like, I forget what it was called. So I just Googled a description of it, and I found an Italian ad for it, which led me to the American ad to it, which led me to it. And then I brought it up to you, and you're like, I remember this thing now. I'm like, I don't think that was part of it. Same manufacturer. Factuer. I can fact 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 manufact. 
Sure. In, in your defense, I'm looking at my phone wondering what's wrong with it because I'm trying to hit the like button and it's not working. Because I deleted it. And it's no, it's because it's the screen cap of it oh. that you sent. So right. yeah. it's the like below. Just All right. heads up, folks. So here is, without further ado, my first pick of toy lines that didn't last very long. Whew, the real Ghostbusters will return after these messages. Calling all boys for army gear. Weapons check. Your machete has a hidden power. There's a troop of six and a lookout tower. That canteen's so much more, I hear. There are planes and torpedoes in this army gear. Take a look at this watch I wear. Weapons and troops are gathered there. An army and an army, all right here. We're the volunteers for army gear. Join the army gear, the army in an army. Open to reveal two worlds of battle action from Galoob. <laughs> so the funny thing is, like I don't remember. I'm thinking about this toy line forever. Um, I don't remember what it's called. I Google it and then I find a commercial, and it was posted last March, March of 2018, by Dinosaur Dracula, a site that I'm on all the time. Like, how the fuck did I not? I missed this. Like, God. Because sometimes when he posts his like old commercials, I'm like, oh, I want to save this and get to it later, and I forget to get to it, but. The, the army gear was by Galoob, and the boxes looked like a crate, like a wooden crate. And, mm -hmm. and, and it, was, it was toys that looked like in a piece of army gear, like that was huge, like grenades especially. And machetes, God, mach we grew up with machetes being like, every kid at, in 1980s knew what a machete was, which is weird, right? Oh, yeah. Well, it's because all your action heroes, all their work was done in like the Colombian jungle back then. So yeah, you had that Ram Rambo. Yeah. Yeah, Rambo, Rambo made the machete. So this this stuff was pretty cool. It was like it was like Polly Pocket and Mad Max before they existed. So you mm -hmm. get like a real working canteen, which I had, that would fold out and become an aircraft carrier. Now the thing I was more interested in was these sets that had like extra uh, uh, combat troops in it. So it sold like extra guys for your set. So you'd get like like 20 little action figures in one of these sets. And I wanted these mm -hmm. so bad. I, I always was in the mood for extra, extra guys. It's because you want, you want to build that battle scene. Right. You know what? You want to do that, have that little army man battle. Right. And for some reason, the smaller, the better. Ah, so these are still on eBay and they're not that expensive. So I might buy mm. some of this shit. Um, this came out in 1988 and it was from the micro machine maker Galoob. So I'm pretty sure it was in the same van of micro machines, and it was it was all these things with the machete, the the Beretta gun, the 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 canteen, the compass, the hand grenade. It all looked like army gear, and a lot of it was like like the gun had sound effects in it and like a clip that you put in. Mm -hmm. But it all it all was like opened up into be like a playset. My brother and I had tons of this stuff. There's only one. Or like, uh, there's uh, the line was short. It died in, by like 1990, and all had army gear on it. But I love that the canteen was actually uh, usable. And um, so you open this, and there was like a little water reservoir at the top of it. It it was it, it looked like it held like 40 ounces, but it only held like 10. Because then like you'd lift the aircraft carrier flaps in the plane, and all the guys were underneath that. And then you had like a little aircraft carrier in the canteen. Um, and then there was, there was like a, a grenade that opened up into a, a certain mm -hmm. area. There was like badges that opened up. Yeah. I had, I had the grenade. I think everyone uh, had the grenade. And I had the pistol. 
now. And I you brought this up. I'm like, I had no idea. I'm like, this sounds really cool. Until I looked up and I saw the picture. I'm like, oh, oh shit, yeah, I know that. And especially with that, those yellow and red decals. Yeah. And they uh, were covering it, it. It all really worked. Like the machete had like a plastic knife that came out. Mm-hmm. And it, it opened up into an observation tower. The like searchlight was like an air defense system and it was a light. Like it all, it was like tactical. The grenade didn't actually blow up. But the gun no, you but... <laughs> could actually use as a play gun. Yeah. Oh, and I did. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, we did. Yeah. Probably the most real, and and this was pre uh, orange tip. Yeah. Too, so. Uh no, they had orange tips. The the handgun. It it will had like the gun. yellow sticker down the side. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think it had that orange. Um, and the I know the M sixteen had the yellow tip. Yeah. No, I don't think the handgun actually had a tip on it. Um, so there was the pistol was the missile silo, the silo, uh, the compass was the satellite, uh, the watch was the missile post, the machete was the observation, the searchlight was the air defense station, the canteen was the aircraft carrier. Um, obviously, the uh, We talked about the there was a grenade. There was some other stuff like there was a Swiss Army knife that was like an attack boat, and there were these little badges that turned into like little like airplanes, the Army gear stuff. They like got kind of weird with it as they tried to expand the line, but there was really nothing more they can do with it, so they kind of just. Yeah, I feel like this is a really expensive R and D kind of thing. Yeah, probably because there's a lot of molding and a lot of small parts. Mm-hmm. It probably yeah, just was, figuring out the mechanics by, the, to get them to work both ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was even, I think, um, uh, like badges and uh, combat bars that um, would turn into things. And these little action army men figures were just so cool to have. Mm-hmm. So like instead of like your air wings as a pilot, like the air wings would turn into like a plane. And if you look on these on eBay, which I'm doing now, they're all covered in reduced price stickers. So that's just that's just a telltale <laughs> sign of of toy lines that weren't meant for this world. So I, this stuff's selling pretty cheap. I'm gonna go on and maybe buy a couple of Army Gear toys. On I'm, I'm gonna do it tonight before you guys all listen. So by the time you wake up tomorrow, all this Army Gear shit on eBay is gonna be bought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's so the um. Okay, combat medals, uh, the combat troops. Uh, I think we went over everything. The knife, attack boat. Cool stuff. Galoob um, sometimes made cool toys. Uh, they, they kind of like died off in the late 90s, but 80s and early 90s, they were, they were striking fire uh, when it was hot. I guess that's the line it goes by. All right, you're... <laughs> Strike an iron when it was hot. <laughs> you can, no, the, you can strike fire when it's hot. You'll burn yourself, but <laughs> whatever. Sure. All right, here's your first. Bit. Yo, play, dear. Serious, man. Sharks, head sharks. Ah, Jocko! 
Shark, Hand Shark, Blade, Jab, Big Flamu, and other figures, each sold separately, new from Mattel. New from Mattel. Uh, thank you. Uh, Street Sharks was huge. Um, well, not, it really wasn't huge. You don't think so? No, we think of it huge now, but it was not huge. They tried so hard to get street street sharks over, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but they, it it was it was not over at all. Well, guess when you're comparing it to the turtles, yeah. No, but like it didn't sell it was, well. As as far as if it was other... huge, we wouldn't be talking about it right now on the right, show. As far as as far as other crime fighting fish, it was huge. <laughs> well, you got me there. Thank you. All right. It's all about, you know, context, per- context and perspective. And all right. So specifically what I want to bring up is the their initial launch and uh, the commercials for and the uh, uh, store, uh, the trial, the ability to try this toy in store was the hand sharks. Uh, and that was the initial launch of their line in 1994. And these are basically glorified ham puppets uh-huh. uh, that your first street sharks were. And it's funny because I, I was confused. I'm doing my research. Uh, and they came across, there were six, um, we'll call them for the better lack of better term, ham puppets. Uh, and you had uh, one bad guy and, and Slobster, who was a um, mutant lobster. And then you had five sharks, but there's only four street sharks right and so you have you have ripster and you have uh streaks and you have slamu and jab and you have blades and but i was trying to figure out what the hell is going on and it's that streaks and blades is the exact same character so streaks is on rollerblades that's his gimmick and i guess initially in the launch when they were developing this he was originally called Blades, but then in the process, they named him Streaks. Mm-hmm. So all his later figures and him in the show, he's Streaks. And then, but, so there's a Blades puppet and a Streaks puppet, and they're just slightly different colors, but they're the exact same uh, same model. Whereas the others, and this is where I go to, the detail on them is great. And they're all like different molds. I guess originally when they were going to design these things, and to design the action figures, the initial thought was they're just going to make a couple sharks and do a couple paint job changes. Right. Uh, but they didn't. And as a collector piece now, like, I, I look at these and, like, these are pretty damn sweet to look at. Yeah, they're um, awesome. Yeah. O- Operation-wise, it's nothing outside of a normal, like, it, it's not much more than you would get than if you went to Pizza Hut back in the 90s <laughs> and spent next to Get a bucks. Eureka's Castle or a Land Before yeah. Time. Yeah, you can get a Magellan, uh, Magellan hand puppet and go to war with Slam, uh, Slamu. Um, and so, yeah, you squeeze your hand, or as they say, make a fist, mm-hmm. um, and it would the jaws would bite. And then by racking your wrist um, or roll, rolling your wrist, the arms were kind of like loose in their sockets and kind of like, you know, one of those, like, uh, I was, I was going to say the, the naughty I word, but like one of those like native, like hand drums where you kind of roll it in your hands Uh, and the balls like hit it. You mean like from uh, karate kid? Yeah. Yeah. It's called a hand drum. Hand drum. Yeah. Hand drum. Um, 
kind of like that, that momentum, the arms would swing and it would, it would punch you. Um, they, they really did go all in, uh, to try to promote this stuff. And they got this, it debuted at the 94, um, toy fair in New York. Mm-hmm. And they went and they got a guy to go on and promo this stuff on the floor. And he was so into it. The energy is awesome. Uh, do you have my, my second clip for uh, Street Sharks? I do. I want to show you something up close and personal. Oh, I've got something here with such fantastic detail it's going to blow you away. Head Shark! <laughs> I am Groot. Everyone it's knows grim. this clip. I was wondering it's... why you kept calling them hand sharks. Because when you said hand shark originally, I was like, all right, this must be some toy I don't know about. And you're like, I'm doing street sharks. I'm like, I thought you were doing hand sharks. And you're like, yeah, it's one and the same. I'm like, oh, is it? But yeah, this... well, hand, hand sharks are a subdivision of street sharks. Right. I knew street sharks. I don't fucking know anything about hand sharks. I only knew street sharks, the toys, the action figures. Yeah. But well, I... yeah, it was it was the puppet line that caught my interest. Uh, right. The, the, most. Vin, the Vin Diesel clip. That's one of the like most famous internet clips. That clip is great. It's fantastic. Um, he 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 is an American gem, and it's it's easy. I think old me, prior to doing the show, I would have made fun of it. <laughs> but coming in, like, the whole clip, he sells it. He is so into it. Mm-hmm. He does such a great job. And if I walked up there and a young Rocky Vin Balboa. Diesel is playing Street Sharks, I'm going to sit down and go, here, eat my Ninja Turtle. Yeah. Because yeah, sharks, the reason why sharks often bite humans is because they mistake them for turtles. Mhm. Mhm. Turtles and seals. Yeah. And now he's such a big star that his franchise, he doesn't even have to be in it. You just get The Rock and Jason Statham in it. Yeah. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I just I just follow The Rock to look at his plate of cookies once a week. Yeah. I make, I make I sure to skip over all Jesus. that 4 a.m. workout shit. Sweet yeah. man. Yeah. But yeah, I I thought these were these were the coolest. Uh, I never got a chance to have them. I got a chance to play with them in the store because they'd have them set up in the at Linko. Yeah. Yeah, and and they actually had like a whole try me thing. There's a hole in the bottom of a box. Yeah, right. You could stick your hand up there and yeah, and, and the bottom try it of the box. Out. That works for all of us. Yeah. Um. It, now that I look at it, when you look at a box and there's a hole and it says. Try me. Put hand in hole at your own risk. Step one. <laughs> um, I, I guarantee in 2019 they wouldn't let you put that on a box anymore. I feel like SNL did a whole music video about that. Uh, yeah. I believe there's a box involved. Right. And a phallus. Absolutely. Um, we didn't talk about... Uh, I saw... Enchantress and I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, how was it? Oh, my God. I loved it. Uh, Enchantress, I think, liked it, but she said it was 
Quentin sucking his own dick for three hours, at which I replied, and I sat there edging the entire time. <laughs> I love. I drank in every second of it. If you're awesome. not ready for a long movie with very little exposition, like then don't go see it. Because it's not giving you the exposition you're looking for. It's just like letting you drink in detail and like Leo's fucking fantastic acting and Brad Pitt's fucking fantastic acting. And even. Oh, the uh, Growing Pains guys. Yes. And even um, uh, Margot Robbie as Sharon Tate. She really does a good job. And of course, there's the gratuitous feet scenes. Uh, but uh, they, they really, it's, oh my God, it's, the the ending is worth, the, the payoff at the end is worth it alone. Just don't look it up. Don't look it up. Because I, uh, Enchantress knew about it because she looked it up because a friend of hers in LA who saw an early screening or something told her about it and she looked it up and she didn't tell me and I had no idea. I was so happy. Don't look it up. It's, it's great. Um. All right, that is. Uh, do you have anything more on Street Sharks? Uh, no. I just want. No, to... there's not much more I can add. No, it's very. I mean, I wish we had Vin Diesel to Skype in to tell us a little bit about him, but maybe, maybe in the future. That's a I'll get. Put that on the list. Put that, that is on the a list. Get. The get. All right, here. Excuse me, Mr. Diesel. Is my next pick. <laughs> <laughs> Doc Terror and Hacker battle Centurions, Max Ray and Ace McCloud. The Centurions call for more powerful weapons. Energize. Max gets Tidal Blast. Ace gets Orbital Interceptor. They strike back with added firepower. Max by sea. Ace by air. Centurions! Power Extreme! Man and Machine! Seekers have shown other toys sold separately, new from Kenner. So, Centurions, Power Extreme... I had these figures growing up, and I didn't know much about them. I just know I had them. And if you look at them, if you're in our television industry, they look like like a, a cheese plate on an action figure. Yes. You could you could rig all sorts of like devices on them. It's like I guess Kenner at the time they're they're looking the the Star Wars figures weren't selling anymore, and they're looking for anything they could do. And um, Hasbro was making tons of money off vehicles and action figures with its uh, uh, G.I. Joe line. So they figured, why don't we combine the vehicles and the figures with these Centurions and plug shit into it? And of course, it, Kenner with um, uh, a Ruby Spears animation created this uh, mini series that was like four or five episodes. And everyone thought that the action figures were created for the miniseries. It was the other way around. And then an eventual show came. And then DC decided to publish a comic book that only lasted four episodes. But the coolest thing about Centurions was the action figures that never got released. Because it only lasted one wave. There was only one line of Centurion figures. And they were, you know, you got your normal everyday figures. But the coolest ones were the glow-in-the-dark motherfuckers that never got released that they put in those Kenner tour guides for the coming up. Yeah. Yeah, like Thunder Knife, who had this giant, like, blade, and he was, like, a John Thunder, a Native American, who'd fucking slit your throat and kill you with his his weapons. Like, that stuff's so cool. 
And there was there was like okay, you got you have your normal Max Ray who looks like Burt Reynolds in the original line, but <laughs> you want something a little cooler to play with, and maybe you're gonna get the Cybervore Shark or Panther, which are these like armored. <laughs> it does look like Burt Reynolds. Yeah, it does look exactly like Burt Reynolds. The the Cybervore Shark and Panther. You, they have their weapons attached to them and they're these badass animals, but you could also put the panther pieces on the shark or the shark pieces on the fucking panther. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, why didn't they release this shit? My OCD as a kid, though, wouldn't allow that. See, I would have completely... Because Ryan lives in chaos, Squeezer. And Ryan... Oh, I know, I know. Ryan definitely would have put these pieces together. Yeah, so there were so many cool toys... I definitely want them to someone to build the the thunder knife because I went to John Thunder Native American Indian. the the Rex Charger with his glow in the dark Centurion costume the awesome auger which is this auger thing that was like a a bike you can ride or you can attach the pieces right to the cheese plate costume or you could like. Build the 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 Centurion Man into the auger and make this whole vehicle because that's how a cheese plate costume works. <laughs> like it's kind of genius with these cheese plate costumes. They were so like like literally like that's the best way to describe the toys, right? Yeah. No. No. You're absolutely right. Like a cheese plate is an accessory you put like a or like a a a, a uh, casing that goes around a camera that just has a bunch of threaded uh, quarter inch and eighth inch probably right. Yeah, I mean, technically, yes. I mean, they're all industry basically, standard. And any, yeah, sometimes you just look at it as any just piece of metal with some holes in it that you can bolt shit to. Right, or that. But, like, if you buy, yeah. like, a cheese plate, like, um, casing or cage for your camera, it just has a bunch of, uh, like, threaded screws in it that you could attach any accessory you could think of to it. And yeah. makes it, like, very versatile. Like, mm-hmm. that's what these action figures were. And that's what I always think of when I remember them. But they had lunchboxes, Viewmasters, fucking coloring books, color forms, puzzles. Uh, Remco made cheap knockoff toys that were shitty. There was so much shit for Centurions. It was, like, really big for a year. <laughs> and then they just canceled it. And then... It's funny because we look back and and it's one of those things where we attach more time and significance to it. Yeah. You know, it's I like see, you say Centurions and everyone knows Centurions. Not me. I, and for, for me, it was always something that like someone must have bought us a Centurion figure. Like I think we had Max Ray, the Burt Reynolds motherfucker. Someone mm-hmm. must have bought us a Centurions figure that wasn't my parents. Like we, I'm just saying like the, just the cartoon, you know, it's yeah, but the cartoon, even when he wasn't around, I, I mean, I remember it there, but they didn't really play it in syndication a lot. Like that didn't even get a lot of airtime. That's why I thought this was like the ultimate short lived shit. Cause once, oh, yeah. once they were dead with centurions, they killed it. It just did. It ceased to exist. So we had like a max Ray and maybe, um, a, a Jake Rockwell and, like the orange and the green guy. And I always wondered like where the hell we got them from and like what the hell was up. Cause they're, they're bigger. They were about the size of Thundercats. Like they were bigger than like normal action figures. So, mm-hmm. um, they, they always stick in my brain. Like I always, I've been wanting to talk centurions in the show for a while and I didn't have my opportunity, but to this show gave me my showcase 
So thank you. This was one of your pitches, Squeezer. So. Ah, oh, shucks. There's the last week too. Jump the shark. One of my turned out to be one of my favorite episodes. And at the time, I was like, eh, I don't know if this can really get anything out of it. But we produced a lot of. Um, discussion. We got people talking. Yeah. Because it was, it's purely subjective. Like, what one yeah. person might think jumped the shark on a show, another person might not. So I was called very mean things. It felt kind of good. <laughs> I know it did. All right, here is your next pick. Ride into the jaws of adventure with Cadillacs and dinosaurs. My man Cadillac Jack, the only one who can save the dinosaurs from Hammer and his evil hunters. Uh, sorry for the quality there. Yeah, wow, you couldn't find anything better? Um, no. Sadly, no. It, yeah, I couldn't. I mean, there's clips of the show, but as far as uh, toy commercials go, that was the extent of it. Um, which goes to tell you that this was a very short-lived, uh, line of toys, which, again, in my mind is so strange, because I remember this so well. I remember Uh, the cartoon. I just need to watch the commercial with it. Go ahead. Um, that it, the fact that it was so short-lived. I didn't even know it was a toy line. Like, I thought it was just a cartoon. Well, it it was originally, uh, a comic book, um... It, it was a comic book um, based off of, what the hell was the name of it? Uh, Xenozoic Tales uh, by Mark Schultz. Uh, Philly guy, huh. actually. Um, and it's a story about uh, a futuristic world where dinosaurs are back and we have, uh, we drive badass Cadillacs. Um, and there's a whole bunch of lessons to be learned Actually, it's sad. The animation, I I won't get into the cartoon too much, but the animation was just uh, gorgeous. And uh, Stephen E. D'Souza had a hand in it. He was the EP. Um, We know him for such fine work as Commando, Die Hard, Judge Dredd. Uh, Busy guy. Uh, But uh, they made a toy line. Along with it, and uh, it wasn't. So here's the thing: it, it's it's hit or miss hey, with it. Hey, I think I found a better clip. If you want to listen to it. Oh yeah, go, right, uh, here we prove go. me wrong. Fine, that's fine. Ride into the jaws of adventure with Cadillacs and dinosaurs. My man Cadillac Jack, the only one who can. Where the hell did you find that? I know how to do that. Cadillac Jack, that you could actually hear what they're saying in that one. Yeah, I, I, I heard it. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I mean, to prove you wrong, I was like, oh man, I was gonna suggest we do an edit and add something better in, but I'm like, oh, let me just bring no, it up. or just you know, it's better to throw me under the bus. <laughs> throw you right under the bus. Throw me under the Cadillac. Throw you, 
Yeah, uh, call me Cadillac Jack, and I just run your Dilophosaurus ass under my Jeep. My Cadillac Jeep. No, it was a Dinonychus uh, named Hermes, who was also the same... I know a Hermes. Uh, what's that? I know a Hermes. I, yeah, Hermes. different Hermes. Oh, okay. Different Hermes. Uh, but same Dinonychus. Uh, same Dinonychus that I had as a dino rider. Oh, man. Because this was produced by Tycho. So all the dinosaurs, uh, the raptor, the triceratops. Was this pre-dino riders or post-dino riders? uh, This is post-dino riders. So this was 1993. Uh, So this was a recycling. That's why I don't know this. Yeah. yeah. This must have been even shorter than fucking Centurions. Yeah, Yeah, it was shorter than Centurions. Uh, Sadly, yeah, the cartoon only lasted uh, 13 episodes. Yeah. and the toy line, you got uh, one run out of it. You got uh, three vehicles. You got uh, four or five people and a couple of dinosaurs, uh, including you got Jack Cadillac and Mustafa Cairo with his robot leg. Mm-hmm. And then you got the uh, Hammer and uh, Vice Terun, your, uh, your hunters. They're trying to hunt the dinosaurs. And then you also have a jungle fight in Jack because you always have to have a repaint or a remake of. You can't just have one uh, figure. Uh, the Hannah Dundee and the the you know smoking hot Hannah. The biggest issue though, she has like very short hair instead of the big, giant wavy uh, ness going on. But pretty decent figures. I mean, they're really look. There's nothing to write home about, especially at this point in the game, um, in this time. Uh, some of them, especially like the the jungle uh, jack, like it's like tank tops just kind of painted on, and the vehicles are eh, so so, except for the Cadillac. The Cadillac is the Cadillac of car toys. I would put this thing side by side with an Ecto One. Yeah. Which was a for, for this kind of toy line, it is gorgeous. Um, there's every little detail is there. The plastic chrome is there. The wheels spin fantastically. Yeah. The missiles launch like a beast. The trunk opens and it's got a net in the back. It's and got its jets. Did you have this toy line? No, I didn't. Well, uh, I had I had the one Raptor because, it, well, technically I had the right. Dino Riders version of it. Uh, I was obsessed with the cartoon. I never actually had. Any of I, the I um, don't know the cartoon nor the toy. Like I know they existed, but I don't think I ever watched or paid. The attention. cartoon is gorgeous. Yeah, the cart check uh, just even check out an episode or two or just some a little clip of it. It looks really good. Like they actually put some money into it. Um, and uh, but the Cadillac, it, it, and once you put the figures in, they just they they fit so well. It, it's so well designed. Uh, even like the dashboard has all the little decals and stuff in it, stuff that you kind of skip. Yeah. And and there's a reasoning behind that, and it's because it's Jack Tenrax Cadillac. Cadillac Jack. But yeah, so it's a Cadillac, which means you have to pay the rights for it. Oh yeah. Which means you have to get approval for it. Right. So they had to take this to GM and GM had to give them the thumbs up and they would not let them put through a piece of shit looking Cadillac toy. You know what's funny? 
you mentioned that I got that Ectotron, the mm-hmm. Ghostbusters Transformer. It's got a GM logo on the box, so which meant really? GM so approved I, it. They probably had to go through them. That they had to approve the look of their vehicle, yeah. especially if they're branding it. And because it's branded as a Cadillac, and it's Cadillacs and dinosaurs, uh, yeah, GM had to give the AOK. Uh, so sometimes having that extra oversight, I, I mean, you you could have made a cheap little car, but uh, the the Cadillac is what really stands out in this series. It's just, um, it's awesome looking. Uh, the problem was, the toy line came out too late. So you know, like you had said about uh, Centurions, you had the toy line, then the cartoon came out to support it. Mm-hmm. I think like they bought the rights to Xenozoic Tales and then they started developing a cartoon. They released a cartoon. By the time the cartoon was done, then they released the toys. You know, so nothing kind of, you didn't have, you, you couldn't like see the cartoon go, oh, I want that toy. I, I totally wasn't know there yet. how this came about. They bought the the car, the rights to do the comic book. They took it to a bunch of network, network, network execs and they were sitting around and they're like, what are they driving cars for? They should be driving Cadillacs. Man, wouldn't it be cool to call the show Cadillac? This sh- or someone said this show should be all about Cadillacs and dinosaurs, and someone's like, "Dude, that's the <laughs> show, Cadillacs and dinosaurs." Because fuck, I don't know how in the name of fucking fuck they came up with the term, the name Cadillac and di- Cadillacs and di- I can't speak today, Squeezer. Jesus. No, am- I know. Why am I doing a podcast? Oh. You're doing fine. Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Uh, uh, it big hit though, uh, bigger hit than uh the toy release and the cartoon not coinciding. Uh, can you name another toy line of dinosaurs that came out in 1993 that may have absolutely just crushed this into the ground? Let me see. What was I doing in 1993? I know I was really into dinosaurs. I know I was pretending my bicycle. I bought a green bicycle because it reminded me of a certain vehicle in a certain park. <clears throat> and I pretended like I was driving around a gas powered Jeep to save someone's grandchildren from the park. No, I don't know. I have no, I don't yeah. think anything. I really don't know what it could have been. No, I can't think of it either. But one good thing did come out of this, and I I cite an article from uh, Action Figure Insider where uh, Mark Schultz did an interview, and uh, it came across where Mark Schultz uh, met at one point with Todd McFarland, who was in the process of selling Spawn, or not selling Spawn, but... He just going they just through the process image. of the rights. Right, they just started Image. Yeah, in like ninety three, ninety two, and Jim Lee had Wildcats. Mm-hmm. And he had Spawn. Oh shit! So, so uh, Tom McFarlane went to him, and knowing that um, he had experience taking his comic and translating it into action figures, and I guess maybe uh, Schultz's experience with Tycho maybe not as ideal. Mm-hmm. And so that's what led to McFarlane launching his own toy company and toy line to produce the spawn figures. 
Which at the time, and we know how that came about, how that ended up. The coolest action figures of all time. You would not now nowadays. It's a given. You could get an action figure like that. Back then, you would not get a toy company to design an action figure like the Spawn no, figures. No, you have to do it yourself. So that's that's the the legacy of Cadillacs and dinosaurs is that we got the awesome Spawn figure line out of that. Well, fucking a. All right, uh, here is my next pick. You control their appearance, but no force in the universe can contain the power and the fury of Rock Lord. Shaking, quaking, crashing, breaking, Rock Lords, powerful living rock. Each sold separately from Tonka. So these were, I think, from the GoBots line, because I know there was an animated movie that I saw called Rock Lords versus GoBots at some point in my childhood. Uh, I think it was in the theaters, too. I'm not 100% on that. But Rock Lords, oh, yeah, Rock Lords were a spinoff of GoBots from Tonka. I just looked up their Wikipedia. What year was that? that, Sorry, but that would have been before the Transformers movie, though. Uh, 80, 1986, yeah, after the movie GoBots, Battle of the Rock Lords. Okay, I'm just trying to... Because I feel like that's when like they were getting those movies in theaters, and then after that... We rented it from Blockbuster a bunch of times, because Chris and I saw this like 20 times. Mm-hmm. So I had these Rock Lords, and here's a, here's a true story. So I had one of these uh, Kodak 110 cameras. It was that... Okay. You know that film that's in like two spools, it's in the plastic thing, and every time you take a picture, it t- tells you how many pictures you have left in the little thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had a co- it was like a kid's spy thing and they used to take those you had to buy like the flash thing that had like six flashes on it and once it blew it blew. <laughs> you remember those? I I don't remember the Look up a flash cartridge for a Kodak 110 camera. Flash I remember the 110 ca- those I mean they would <clears throat> They they handed those out like candy on Double Dare. Yeah, that's what you want all the time. Yeah, so the flash cartridge was this huge fucking thing that you'd stick in the top of it. And, oh. And you get like five flashes. I only ever had like two in my lifetime. That is a strange. And and once it once it blew, it was done. The flash was done. I don't know what the logic behind that was but you had to go buy more right so most of, most of my pictures i had to take outside in daylight because i didn't have a flash card uh, you're always better off that way anyway buddy so i would do fig fig photography before it was a thing so i would like <laughs> take put the rock lords it like it transformed in with other rocks and i'd take pictures and then my mom would get them developed and i'd try to see if people could tell which was the the rock lord you could always tell <laughs> And she'd be like, finally, because it was expensive, like to buy the film to be- well, develop. Well, yeah, especially back in your day too. You they had to stand there for like ten seconds while the powder ignited. I'm only I'm, a, sorry, yeah. I'm only a year older than you, so you got to be <laughs> not, even, not even not even. I'm not even sixty three hundred like fifty seven days or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So you got to watch that shit. 
No, I think I'm a year and like two weeks older than you. A year and a week older than you, right? Uh oh, yeah. Because the lower number prior to the higher number yes, would insinuate that right. I passed your date of birth yeah. by. Hang on, what's nine? Carry the seven. What? Wait, that's. Oh, this hurts. My mind so is aching. You'd get wait, 20... 18, 18 and nine plus. For 13 days. 13 days. So, yeah, a year and two weeks, essentially. If anyone out there teaches math and you have any idea how I came up with that number, it's going to depress you. Common core, right? Well, I'm the 22nd and you're the 9th. So I did uh, half of eight, nine, and like half of 18 is 9 plus 18. 18 plus 4 is 22. So I did 9 plus 4 is 13. I just completely blacked out why you said that. That's how that's how my mind works. That's why I'm not good at the numbers. So you get 24 exposures on one of these little fucking rolls, and um, I had this little like toy spy camera, like I said, and and I took lots of. But these were these were fun. So let me tell you a little bit more what I learned about rock lords. Uh, they were um, <laughs> imported from Bandai's Machine Robo Cheskisen Chojin subline. And they look like it. Yes. (laughs) So, of course, there were your good guys, led by Boulder, and your bad guys, led by Magmar. And the tagline was, powerful living rocks. And I remember the commercials. The first one I played for you was just like, had that Rock Lords theme song. The second ones had the guy doing the voiceover on like a light table, like going over like the toys as he did the voice. Here on the rock, like look it up. They're, They're really, really weird. It was not a successful toy line. Uh, Transformers was murdering it, but Rock Lords were cheap because they weren't selling, so they marked them down. Obviously, that's why I had them. Uh, the good guys were Boulder, Nugget, Granite, Marbles, Crackpot, Pulverize. Get that? Pulverize? Ah! Um, there were the Jewel Lords that went with the women, Solitaire, Flamestone, and Sunstone, and there were the Fossil Lords. Jawbone, Ribcage, Hipbone, Tailbone... And you could combine all four of them to create Fossilsaurus. Then there were the evil rock lords, uh, the Magmar, Tombstone, Sticks and Stone, Stoneheart, Brimstone, Slimestone, Saberstone, Spearhead. And then there there were the Rockasaur. Oh, the Gnarlies. That's that's the the, there were these little fuzzy like um, (laughs) pets that the rock lords had. Possums. Yeah, so it says, Gnarlies were more than just pets. They were wild rock animals dreaded by the most fierce rock warriors. So there was um, the Gnarlephant, the Gnarlehog, the Gnarlizard, and the Gnarligator. And the Gnarlephant and the Gnarlehog, and I only remember the Gnarlehog were good. The Gnarlizard and the Gnarligator were evil. <laughs> then Wave 2, I can't believe there was a Wave 2. The, they were all evil. There was a Gnarla Baboon, the Gnarla Rhino, Gnarly and Gnarla Bat, and Snarly Gnarly, the Gnarla Bull. And there was two vehicles, the Stonewing and the Rock Pot. Um, so, if I may, I have, I have a thought how this came about. Uh, they were trying to do their own version of Transformers. Well, that was GoBots. Tonka yeah. and GoBots. But, but, but they're trying to, and in the process, they fail miserably, and they take it to like the executive, and he looks at it, and he goes, it looks like a rock. They go, 
Yeah. All right. Take it to marketing. See what they can do. <laughs> and we get Rock Lords. I love them that they were like rocks. They thought they were so cool. I love Rock Lords. Now, Tonka was bought by Kenner, which was bought by Hasbro, which owned Transformers. So GoBots are GoBots Rock Lords are in the Transformers uh, canon. So much that in 2009, a Transformers uh, character biography, Landshark, mentions that he once fought a Narlophant. <laughs> That's awesome. I know. Yeah, because so GoBots, even though people are like, they're knockout Transformers. No, they are Transformers. Same with uh, Rock Lords. So this could have been all part of, if we would have gotten those... Uh, expanded universe of the Transformers. Expanded universe lines that yeah. take off and... Yeah. I just wanted Grimshaw in a Transformers movie. <laughs> or what was the what the Tyrannosaurus was Grimshaw, right? Me yeah. not happy. Grimshaw mad. Mwah. That would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they made a Transformers movie. The real one, the one that counts. The one that you can see stuff actually I happen. I think it was Grimshaw. Grimshaw. T-Rex. Yeah, Grimshaw was a T-Rex. Was it? Mm-hmm. Why can't I find this? Oh, Grimlock. It was Grimlock. Grimlock? Yeah. Oh, it's, well, it's one in the morning. Yeah. Grimshaw. I, Grimshaw I, is his aunt. Yeah. Grimlock not happy. Grimlock vert himself. Oh, my. Uh, how Enchantress. many people are just screaming at yeah. their en- devices? We're screaming. both saying Grimshaw. She's so into Grimlock. They, they did a G1 re-release, I think. He was part of one of the G1 reissues. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be one I'd like to have, a, Grim, a Grimlock. I like I like those, those uh, dinosaur ones. Um, all right, so that's all I have on Rock Lords. They're cool. I like the translucency of some of them. That's kind of cool. Yeah, they had like a shimmering and translucent, that, so more like a, a, a jewel or whatnot of mm-hmm. a... Um, of a rock. All right, here is your next one. How fast could a car go without wheels? This fast. Rev it up, rip it up, high wheels. New streaks. They actually ride on air. Way cool. For incredible speed, super long range accuracy. Yes. And you've got the power, power, power on the streaks test tracks in slow mo. Streaks, the future of fast. Test track set comes with launcher and car. Other cars and launchers sold separately. Not for use with other Hot Wheels cars and sets. Streaks. Uh, so this has been on my uh, my to-do list for quite some time. Uh, um, and I, I wasn't quite sure was it around long or not. And it's funny. There is, I, I was actually going to reach out and we, I, we just ran out of time. To just try to get some information uh, from Hot Wheels uh, regarding these. Uh, it was a really, uh, it was fun. I liked them, but you can't really expand on the base of uh, what they what they released, and you're kind of kind of stuck with what you have to work with. Uh, eventually, they did come out with jet streaks, which were uh, flying little jets that would in the pump with an angle. All right, so I'm getting ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. Streaks were kind of like, think of F-Zero uh, in uh, toy form. Right. So you had you had a, a pump. Did you ever have those um, 
like Cheerios containers, like the exp- or like the cups, like the expandable ones. No, like a little plastic thing you I, pull I apart and it kind of stretch. It's corrug, uh, not corrugated, uh, like accordion. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but yeah. I did not have. Well, it. you take that, put it uh, upside down on a base with a little square peg uh, pipe on it, and then take a little hovercraft like car, slide that on, and quick boom, pump that uh, little piston. And the air launches it, and it goes flying. Mm-hmm. And especially on the linoleum floor, hardwood floor, awesome. Hmm. Uh, they were fantastic. Uh, they were a lot of fun. I liked that. And you would just set stuff up and launch. You use them as a weapon. You'd set up. You'd, you'd spend hours building, like, domino rally or domino sets or card houses. A- anything that you can then knock down in a matter of seconds. It, it, you spend a lot of time working on that. Uh, until you could, you know, squeeze Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, but every single toy you got, you looked at it as how I can use this as a left. Uh, I'm sorry, a weapon. Correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, strangely enough, I never had Megatron. Yeah, which would have just made sense. Yeah. Uh, I had, I had. Uh, if you look these up, if you just type Hot Wheel streaks, um. Like the two standalones that you're gonna find immediately in these ones I had was a uh, it's a purple and orange uh, two cars. So they came in in different packs. Uh, they came in a two pack of uh, we'll call them hovercrafts for a uh, uh, lesser word with a pump, or you can buy a, a four pack of vehicles um, without the pump. So like a little expansion pack. Uh, I only had these two. I love the commercial too. It's like uh, not not to be used with or doesn't work with other Hot Wheels toys. Or I, think, I get it, but they have to kind of say that. So it's Hot Wheels. You can't just stick your other like you know cars on it and make them go anywhere. Right. But you could still play with your other toys. With it, it wasn't like it was a rule. It's like oh, you gotta put your Hot Wheels away, kids. You gotta. Put the Legos away. We're getting out the streaks. Getting out the streaks. Um, they were a lot of fun. They were different. Um, and they had uh, some celebrity endorsement too. There's actually out there a uh, David Hasselhoff series um, that he endorsed. Uh, with a, it's got a sticker of the Hoff. Uh, we're rocking a leather jacket with a giving you a thumbs up. Um, there's actually a. a, a a screen cap somewhere from his Twitter like 10 years ago uh, or so of him like autographing one and putting it up for auction um, of his own set of streaks. I believe he called them boats. Uh, but they were cool and fairly short-lived. I think the jet streaks actually lasted even longer because um, then they started making like uh, a playset that you can, can try to knock down. Uh, I did not. Uh, participate uh i didn't have any of those a friend did they were kind of cool um the the best part is and uh do i want to burn this because i we're always going to talk fast food stuff and then i run out of fast food stuff there is mini streaks um and mini streaks are just as awesome as their brethren and uh it was a happy meal toy so happy, happy McDonald's and Hot Wheels got together and released mini streaks, and it's the exact same thing. I, just I remember miniaturized. these hundred percent. Yeah, 
You remember these? Mm-hmm. I, had, I had a couple of these myself, and there were eight of them uh, individually. Uh, there are four separate cars, two paint jobs each. So uh, you had four separate models, and then you could have like a red and a blue and a of each model, so totaling eight cars. And they came in a little baggies with a little pump. And they weren't as good as the full-size ones because um, the full-size ones actually had a – a base, a very smooth uh, <coughs> plastic base enclosed. The the minis uh, didn't, so they were they had like uh, you would o- turn them upside down, and you, there was like the framework of it there, and that would create drag and friction. You didn't get that nice smooth. You couldn't take a little piece of wax paper to them like you would with your normal streaks and get a nice slide. Uh, but for a Happy Meal toy, I mean it's. I don't want to say the pinnacle of a Happy Meal toy, but I mean, it's just as good as the legit streaks out there if you're getting it with a cheeseburger. And fries. And fries. And a milkshake. Well, yeah. Gotta upgrade the milkshake always. And it was cool, too, because you'd take the Happy Meal box apart and you could build, like I would say, I would build card houses to then take out with my streaks. Uh, you could build like little obstacles and stuff that you can then fire your streaks at. Huh. Um, sorry, I said, huh? Oh, oh, I thought that was like a you were gonna say something and then you like lost your breath or something. Like that. No, I was just, huh? Uh, how do um, you spell streaks? Uh, S. Oh, sorry, silly me. S T R E E X. Duh. Uh, I just want to get that out there so people can say the Streaks minis were so cool. Everyone had these. I have some of these squeezer in the bag. Oh, really? I'm going to bring to you, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah these these were awesome. Uh, they were a lot of fun. Uh, and I, I know, I honestly, I might be wrong that they're even on this show if they were short-lived. It's just I remember them for a very short period of time. Uh, I had... Uh, one set of them. I remember the commercials uh, vividly, uh, but they didn't really expand on it. Uh, like, but then again, you can do that with a lot of Hot Wheels stuff. A lot of their little spin-off versions, like the uh, what was the one, the collision damage ones. I yeah. think we talked about a while back. Is that the one where like the side you hit it and it turned into like? A, yeah, they were yeah. spring loaded. Those were freaking awesome. The name of it. We yeah, had I had the pickup truck. Um, those Hot Wheels or Matchbox? That might have been Matchbox for all I know. That, yeah. Oh, there is a collector out there that's fuming right now because I, I crossed him up. Yeah. That was a uh, Micro Machines kiss. So crack ups. Crack yeah. ups. Hot Wheels crack ups. So yeah, it was Hot Wheels. Let's listen okay. in. There's lots of ways to crack on your crack ups. Hot Wheels crack up cars. Bumper thumper, blind sider, front ender, and top bopper each sold separately. You can smash them in the side. Slide. Bash them in the back, Jack. Hot Wheels crack ups, bumper thumper, blind sider, front ender, and top opera cars from the crack ups collection. Each sold separately, some cars not for use with some sets. New from Hot Wheels by Mattel. Nice. Yeah. Good grab. Thank you. We're... Yeah, these were these were a lot of fun. Yeah, they 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 definitely were. I remember them, and I remember the hot. I remember the hot 
uh, Happy Meal toy more than I, I do the egg, egg toy itself. Because I know they sold them in like four packs and stuff, and you had to get the launcher set, and you had to buy the car set. It was an expensive gamut if you wanted to actually play with these fucking things. But a Happy Meal toy is a Happy Meal toy. You get my four-piece chicken nug, french fry, Sprite, barbecue sauce. That was my go-to meal. Sometimes honey <laughs> instead of barbecue sauce. But yeah. Was your go-to meal? If they, if I was allowed to get McDonald's, yeah, yeah. Now it still is, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say past tense is a. Uh... Yeah, still. If I get McDonald's, if we go to McDonald's as a as a crew, I'm getting uh, the the chicken nuggets, uh, just not Sprite this time, just water. Oh, Mister, I'm being healthful. I won't drink sugary beverages. No, I just want sugary dipping sauces. Okay, fair enough. My beverages. All right, uh, so I guess it's time for my next pick. So we talked uh, Rock Lords. We talked Centurions, Army Gear. Uh, here's one that's not an actual action figure. It's, it's a little different. Machine has appeared in homes across America. Double and redouble his power. 32. Six times more powerful than 3DO. All right, baby. 40 times more than Super NES. Yo, there is no 32-bit Super NES. Are we going to see the games or what? Show them! Thank you. So, <laughs> in early 1994, uh, well, 1993-1994, Two companies, Nintendo and Sega, were dominating the industry. And in a fight that you can read more about, or our friend Blake Harris's uh, book called Console Wars, you can go back in the archives. We interviewed him on the show. He talks about it. But uh, at one point, Sega is ready to introduce the Saturn. Are they, they The company's ready to introduce. The Saturn isn't ready yet. So... Um, a company approaches both Nintendo and Sega, and they're first turned down by Nintendo and then turned down by Sega. This company is Sony with the PlayStation. Ooh. That is correct. Nintendo and Sega both passed on the PlayStation. 1995 would see the release of the Sony PlayStation as its standalone <laughs> console and completely wipe the planet of everything until the xbox why, why do I, I if i recall it's because nintendo didn't want to nintendo just like keeping things in house if i'm correct no i mean they'd shop stuff out but like they're very it, like it so the culture wars that's that's like a big part of blake harris's book so it's like America versus Japan. And the way they do things in Japan is very different than the way they do things in America. And the deals that they make in Japan or not make in Japan can really affect the way shit happens in America. And that's kind of what happened with the Sony deal. He does a better job of telling the story. I would highly recommend you read Console Wars by Blake J. Harris. It's incredible how two companies passed on such a great system. But Sega was so... They thought they won. They were doing so well with Sonic. They came ahead. They were the underdog. Sonic was so popular. And then fucking Nintendo dropped Super Mario World and Super Nintendo. 
and it just it just dominated and um Sega would do things like they put out Mortal Kombat with blood and the Super Nintendo had no blood. So Mortal, by the time Mortal Kombat 2 came out, Super Nintendo said, fuck it, put the blood in and there was blood. And there was just nothing Sega could do to, to defend itself because the Super Nintendo was a better system because it came out after. It had better sound a little hey. bit. I mean, I'm talking just spec-wise. Okay. But spec-wise doesn't mean shit. Games mean everything, and Super Mario World, Legend of Zelda, Metroid. I mean, they just you couldn't compete with the games. There was the third party we had comp- eternal champions, <laughs> right? The, but to be honest, the third party companies weren't there yet, and they couldn't make the games on Sega to to make the system compete. Everyone wanted Mario World. Everyone everyone wanted Super Mario. Uh, World, I'm sorry, okay. Mario World. Everyone in Super Metroid. Everyone wanted uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Our Jurassic Park and Aladdin were better. That's debatable because I'm a big fan of the NES version of Jurassic Park. It has nothing really to do with Jurassic Park. But the SNES version was a clone of it, just with better graphics. Mm-hmm. The Genesis version is the one where you could either play as Grant or Raptor. But yeah, it's you very can play as a raptor. Yeah, it's cool, but it's fucking hard. That it, it's a it's supposed to be hard. Sorry. Yeah, I can't play hard games. Um. But yeah, I, I this is, Genesis is a great system. I love the system, but <laughs> when they decided to start doing the add-ons, starting mm-hmm. with the uh, Sega CD, and adding to the the. Um, 32x that's when you know it was the beginning of the end of sega this quickly wound up in the discount bin at kb toy stores for like 14 dollars, along with the games being like five bucks a piece you get like doom or some mortal kombat game the fucking star Star wars Wars arcade game yeah And, and there was like a handful of games i think i could go through the list now oh they released die hard trilogy on 32x yeah I love that. So game. Afterburner games. You like Afterburner, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. BC Racers, Blackthorn, Brutal Above the Claw, Corpse Killer, Cosmic Carnage, Dark Side, Doom, Fahrenheit, FIFA Soccer '96, Golf Magazine, Thirty Six Holes, starring Fred Couples, whoever that is. <laughs> Jesus, really? Yeah, who's Fred Couples? He's a legend. Knuckles Chaotix, uh, Calibre. Although I will admit, you're not like you can sell a golf game with Tiger Woods now to the kids, or well, not now, but back in the day to the kids. Hmm. You weren't going to reach, you weren't going to get kids to play a golf game because you're throwing Fred Couples' name out there. Yeah, I I still uh, to this day I don't know. I never heard the name before in my life. I'll tell you what games I bought because I bought the 32x for fourteen dollars. The problem was it needed its own power adapter. Spender. I bought it with my allowance. So, okay, I'll go through all the games and tell you what I have. There's Calabria, Metalhead, Mortal Kombat 2, Mortal Moto Cross Championship, NBA Jam Tournament Edition, and NFL Quarterback Club, Night Trap. Oh, Night Trap. Pitfall, <laughs> The Mind Adventure, Primal Rage, RBI Baseball 95, Sangusi 4, Shadow Squadron, Slam City with Scottie Pippen, Space Area, Spider-Man, Rebel Fire, 
Star Trek Fleet Academy, Star Trek Bridge Simulator, Star Wars Arcade, Supreme Warrior, Sur Surgical Strike, Team Act Tempo, Tough Man Contest, Virtual Fighter, Virtual Racing Deluxe, World Series Baseball with Deion Sanders, WF for All, WF WrestleMania, the arcade game, and Zaxxon's Mother Base 2000. I had Raw, I had Virtual Fighter, I had um, Mortal Kombat 2, I had Doom, and I had NBA Jam for this. And I bought them all for like pennies on the dollar at KB Toy Store. And they were fucking awesome. They were better than the Super Nintendo version because at the time, like, I don't know the Spider-Man Web of Fire. I wish I would have had that. It looks pretty cool. Um, I don't know at the time if there was and WWE WrestleMania there, arcade game. I love that game. But um, again, I, I, uh, the graphics were like noticeably better and like really cool and it it was a it was a gimmick uh, and the biggest pain in the ass was it had its own like power brick one of those bricks that had like the tongs on it that needed to be plugged in oh what the hell so you had your genesis Put a slap down power supply in it not the yeah. wall wart yeah it had the full wall wart so um you plug this thing in and then you get the wall warden and it was cool and but it was just like a cheap way to buy some cool games that would have cost way more money if you just bought them for genesis alone and they were way better games but it wasn't worth what the asking price was when it came out that's why it wound up in the kb liquidators and it didn't mm -hmm. last long when you when a game system only has well i just went 20 25 maybe games and a yeah. Fred couples game and it was also part of another game system. It's really not like so. You get this system, and it slide into the game cartridge, and then it had it. It looked like a giant fucking game genie. Is basically what it was. <laughs> uh, it was this big fucking thing, and it did play some pretty fucking awesome games. And I'll give it that. But it wasn't worth the time and money. At, it, but it it was worth, it, in my opinion, if you were able to get the liquidated version. It it costs more now. If, yeah, you, if you want to go to a store and, and get it to play old 32x games, it costs more now than when you bought it. Yeah, right. You just get an emulator and fuck it. Ah, that's not the same. Not the same. All right, Squeeze. Here's your fifth pick. Nice. No, did I? Uh, you did hand sharks. Yeah. Expanders. Did I talk expanders? Oh, we skipped it. We skipped expanders, buddy. Yeah, you want to do it now? Yeah, let's do it All now. Right, here's expanders. Which means you still have one more, though. Yeah, I have one more. So you have yeah. two more, I have one more. All right, here's your second last pick. Company command, time to expand. The Harvard Tech expands into a secret battle station with motorized cannon vehicles and manpower. Attack 4x4 expands into battle with radar tracking device, gun power, and troops. Ready to expand? Expanders! Expanders. Open automatically to reveal your hidden strike force, sold separately from the lube. This is what I was talking about when I was stalling earlier. Um... We should have worked this out that I could have followed up with uh, uh, the army gear. Well, that's that was the goal. I don't know how I fucking yeah, fucked that yeah, up. 
Yeah, I just let her. I was actually when we started playing Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. Oh no, yeah, you had hand sharks. That's what fucked it all up. Went hand sharks, then Cadillacs and dinosaurs, then this. I think. Yeah. Um. Eh. Meh. Uh. I I just bought sixty dollars in army gear, by the way, off eBay. So <laughs> that's awesome. That's fantastic. Can we just be throwing hand grenades down the hall? Yeah. Um. So expanders. This is one of those things. I had one as a kid, and I played with it relentlessly. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And time passes, and you forget that you even have it. But then you remember it. And not even something to trigger. You just and, remember and this toy. What, correct me if I'm wrong, but what triggered this was me telling you about Army Gear, right? And you thought what? this was part of Army Gear, but it was the same company, just different toy line. Yeah, so recently. So like in the back of my head, I remember this, like, Humvee looking thing with a slow motorized gear action and it just kind of sat there and then you brought up the army gear and I like oh, I didn't have that and then I looked it up I'm like oh shit I did have that <laughs> I'm like this looks a lot like um the expanders because it came with little army guys as well right and what this probably was the same is, guys just colored different um, th these were a little more futuristic -y looking. Oh yeah, I think. okay. I'm looking at. They look like um, uh, smaller pieces of the Omega Virus board game. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like they came right out of like uh, Command and Conquer Tiberium Sun, but that came or out like Starship uh, Troopers ten years after this. Starship Troopers wasn't that Actually, a Galoob? Yeah, that was Galoob. It was the same figures, probably. They absolutely were. You nailed it. That's in my down my notes. Yeah, they eventually. Uh, repurposed some of those little figurines for the Starship Trooper line. Yeah, I, we sold those at KB when I was there, working there. Um, and I probably bought some from you, uh, just because I'm like, oh, these are cool. Um, similar to uh, like Starcom that came out prior to this, which had the similar uh, gear mechanics. So it didn't require any batteries. It's mm -hmm. a, like a spring-loaded motor. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I had the Attack 4x4 slash gun battery and it was one of the smaller ones it was uh looks like a little humvee and when you push the button on the top the hood snaps front and it's got like cannons underneath and then the back kind of like opens up like the orb of isis uh if you will and uh slowly it what, what that's what made it fun like it's it slow it didn't wasn't just like bam it popped open like, it's slowly expanded, and you can, like, indulge in it uh, as it uh, displayed its gun batteries. And it had little cannons and stuff in there. It had some really cool decals and stuff on it uh, and stickers. And uh, it came with a couple little army guys. And it was fun. And it kind of fit in with... It, it was a little too small for G.I. Joe. The best scale I can think of it is... Remember uh, when... Uh, was it Action Fleet? When they released those like Star Wars uh, mm -hmm. ship, the I think it was Action Fleet, right? You did a whole uh, thing on it on this podcast. Yeah, because I used to get them for Easter. That I that was like the Easter gift kind of thing, like that, along those size. So yeah, it was like um, they were the same scale along the scale as like that would work for like a micro machine miniature, like for the people. I know uh, we recorded like that. It was when we recorded in my new basement. So I'll go back and look. It had to be in like November or December of 2017. How do you remember that? Because I just remember you talking about it while we were there. 
Oh, okay. I'm a weirdo. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that that's the that's the four by four uh, gun battery, and they, this was they had six of these. So I had the the uh, like the Humvee. They also had an ATV cycle, um, which now that looking at it, it's like wow, that like dirt bike that the Brotherhood and Nod had in Command and Conquer is a direct ripoff of this thing, um, and that's a missile outpost. You had an F four fighter slash air strike base. A chopper slash assault base. Uh, you had a PT boat that expanded into something, and a tank oh. slash uh, other battle station. It was December thirteenth, two thousand seventeen. Our Star Wars memory episode. Oh, okay. Right after it was the episode after Blake J. Harris joined us. Oh, look at that! Wow, that goes. Wow, that was a. Coming that was down years. in my basement. Remember, I remember the Star Wars memory one because we recorded during the day and we heard the construction noises outside because it was seasonably warm. Remember? It was unseasonably warm. Yeah. Unseasonably uh, warm. Yeah. And then you had two uh, figure blister packs, um, the armed forces and uh, commandos, which were just little uh, micro machine style, uh, you know small would you say half inch three quarter inch figures three probably three quarter inch yeah um i don't know i just ordered a pack of 20 so we can measure them when they come to the office <laughs> of the uh expanders no of or, uh oh, the, the uh, army gear but yeah they're about the same they're all the same they're size it's galoob yeah they're, they're um but yeah these these were just awesome these are these were the the, the coolest little things and you were kind of limited um, play line, play wise, I think once they were expanded, I'm just saying because I wanted the smaller ones. Maybe the bigger bases were a little more uh, operational. For me, it was just having this cool little four by four Humvee. That thing was pretty sick. Um, but for me, what sticks with it is the sound and the pace of it opening. Like you hit that button and it does a quick pop. And then right. it's the slow. One more time. Okay, you know what? I don't remember it. This is some good. Uh, uh, what is what is what is Howard Stern called? He always complains about the Kardashians doing that. The, I ran out of air on that one. I don't know. I don't even know what it's called. Um, but yeah, they were they were sweet. Um, a lot of fun, and I'm glad. It, it's one of those things where it was like vocal fry, me. vocal fry. What's that? That's what that's what, that's what that's called. Vocal fry. Ah. I I do that to myself just to annoy uh, to amuse myself, or when I do my like dolphin cackle. And just they say it's like the Kardashians do it when they're like, "Oh my god," you know that. Whole thing? Uh yeah, yeah. But we did as kids like, ah. Well, th- this is this is what my uh, expander sounded like. Yeah. Uh, there's just something satisfying about that gear mechanism. It's just very enjoyable. Yeah, vocal fry is uh, a fun thing to do when you're reproducing the sounds of a toy from the 1980s. 
All right, here's my last pick. All right, that's the last I'm doing it. All right, here's my last pick of toy lines that did not last long. I've got two commercials. Here's the first one. You might not remember it, but I do. I had this. Watch out, America. You never know where Zap it'll pop up next. Yeah. Bobby! Zap it. Hey, guys! Sorry. Zap it. The color disappears, but the fun never ends. Dad. Hey, Bobby. Mom. Zap it. Complete with guns and disappearing liquid. Additional refills in red or blue sold separately. Zap it. The color disappears, but the fun never ends. So these were these guns from Enotech <laughs> that I thought when you were talking about the stink guns, I was like, oh, I had these. I'm like, no, I had these color changing ones. So Enatech had these uh, battery-powered guns that would spray water. And as soon as... That was the first commercial. But then Super Soakers came out and dominated the industry. And they put out this commercial. Hey, friend. The fun never ends. Stop it. Stop it. Hey, chump. Don't pump. Stop it. It's automatic. The color disappears. The fun never ends. Pulsator and super saturated water guns come complete with red or blue concentrated disappearing liquid. Stop it. So is disappearing ink still a thing? Because it was so big in the like late eighties, early nineties. <laughs> yeah. And I fully attribute it to Roger Abbott, who wrote his love letter, or the Marvin Acme who wrote his will, uh and disappear disappearing reappearing ink which marv which uh roger rabbit wrote his love letter to uh jessica on how do i love thee let me count the weight one one thousand two two thousand i marvin acme hereby grant the light the two town to the tunes is that a pretty good roger rabbit that was really yeah it's it's impressive thank you i well i've seen it a lot tonight yeah, I- Tonight, while I was cooking and doing dishes, we were listening to the uh, Ghostbusters soundtrack, which I, I've got on vinyl. And there's parts of it that aren't in the movie because it's cutscenes. But every time there's a, a, a cue that's a movie, I start reenacting the lines from it. I'm sure Enchantress was questioning her choices and her life decisions every <laughs> single time I did it. Mm-hmm. 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 Which I'm sure she will be when she hears my impression of Roger Rabbit. <laughs> You gotta do it more often, I think. Yeah, I should work on my Roger Rabbit. Believe, Eddie. Uh, so disappearing ink was like fucking huge. I had like a a gag pen that shot it. Mm-hmm. Like, did, did you have any toys that shot disappearing ink? Uh, I feel like it almost always left a stain. Yeah, I. I remember having. I don't know what would have squirted it. I didn't have a zap it though. I, I had the, this far. like gag pen that squirted it, and I had the, we had the zap it's, and I, I I the only reason I brought this up is because we talked about it in the stink one, and it just died on the vine. And Tech had these guns that we had that were they looked like like machine guns from um a Gulf War. They were like uh um that desert camo. And they were like, and it shoot like the stream of water out. Use like an electric pump and like the pump action, like you know those water guns. But then as soon as Super Soakers came to the scene, like these guns 
died. And they tried to fight back with that second commercial I played, but no one wanted it. Everyone wanted a fucking Super Soaker. You know, we mm-hmm. had Super Soaker 50s. Our rich friends had the 100 and the 200s later. But everybody mm-hmm. wanted the Super Soaker. No one wanted these battery-powered... Um, the threes. What's that? Some of us had threes. Some some of you rich kids, yeah. But uh, none of nobody wanted these battery-powered guns anymore that were probably easier, but just didn't have, like... Like it was like, bzz, 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 you yeah, know? it didn't have the range. It didn't have the range, the power. You you were looking to blow someone's it, fucking eye out of their socket with the super soaker. Yeah, yeah. With it the, didn't it didn't have the the volume. Yeah, yeah, like it, was, like it was a small stream. It was like the difference between watching a porn with a guy and like yourself. Like it's like a lawn sprinkler, and then you're just like a glug of water coming out after you unhook the hose from your fucking faucet. Blah. You know, that's you. And then, like, on, on a porn, it's like... <laughs> like, that was the difference between an Enatech and a Super Soaker. <laughs> Did I make an accurate description there? It works. Like, unhooking your hose from the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm never going to unhook my hose the same way again. Yeah, right. Ah... Uh. Oh. That's why we have that red E next to our show. Oh, by the way, we charted, kids. You guys helped us chart this week. Um, we charted. Apparently, the reason we got the emails because we hit the top 200 squeezer. That's why I screwed up. At Wait, some, you said 500. I, I said we were when I got the email, we were in the 520. But we were, it, we were welcome to the club because we hit the top 200. 200 of what? A comedy podcast on iTunes. That doesn't make sense. Who the hell's listening to this? Uh, apparently, enough people that we hit the top 200. We charted for a, f- a few fleeting seconds. Uh, That's the story of. Well, a- apparently, um, the <laughs> iTunes charts are as rapid as fucking Jake's blood pressure because it's up and down, up and down. I was told that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, well, you, when you take pills, anything gets possible. But we charted. We were the top. We were in the top two hundred at one point. That's. I at first I thought it had something to do with being in the five hundred, and then I got clarification. It was that we we charted in the top two hundred for the first time awesome. ever. Thanks, that's, folks. That's thanks to you guys listening. You guys are awesome. Uh, doing those reviews helped. And liking uh, us on iTunes helped push us for a fleeting few seconds into the top 200 of comedy podcasts on iTunes. And and to know how many are out there, that means a lot to both of us. Fleeting just like these toy lines. Fleeting just like by horrible, sick, disgusting jokes. I I think it's a colorful description, and it tells a tale. It does tell a tale. All people, right. People know now. They weren't sure. People that had these workings, like, I don't know how to describe it. Oh, yes. A weak orgasm. <laughs> ah. I paint a picture. All right. Uh, I'm done. I probably should be done talking for the night. And uh, here is your last pick. The Rams are on the move. Led by Major Legger Mutton, a ram of great vision. Glasses? Ha! Who takes them? And Commodore Fleas Cardigan. Rams, follow me! 
pilot, Bluff Pendleton. This here's a ramjet. And Sergeant Wooly Pullover. Yo, hey, thank you. Have a nice day, know what I mean? Barnyard Commandos from Playmates. Oh, Barnyard Commandos. Oh, yeah. These things are cool. Um, when we talked about these, I kind of put them in the same category as food fighters. It's like toys you either got while you were on vacation or at like a drugstore. Absolutely. Yeah. These these were... Uh, this was Play School's uh, response was it play to school? Uh, food fighters. Uh they were, yeah, it's one of those things. It's like, hey, let's just pump it out because it's a solid mold. Um, it, it, oh. Playmates. I knew it was Playmates, not Play School. Oh, yeah, Playmates. Play School made kids' toys. Did I play Play School? Well, yeah, play I, school. I, I'm sorry. I didn't know that these were for adults. <laughs> That's right. They're adult um, collectibles. Barnyard they're, they're basically glorified happy meal toys yeah I mean, um, that no they're not glorified they are happy meal toys in a blister pack it's exactly um, what they are and to be fair i didn't Burger even King's, think i never Burger thought of King that kids club toys but still i never put that connection together till you just said that but that is the perfect way to describe not only barnyard commandos but food fighters also yeah they actually did make uh kids club toys out of these oh they did yeah, I'm not going to go into too much detail because I, I start running out of stuff when we do our fast food show, so I'm saving that one for later. But they were like wristbands. Did they have a cartoon also? Four episodes. Uh, okay. I confuse them with that other Garfield cartoon. Yeah, I can. I know where you're going with that. All right. It's sim- similar but without the weaponry. Right. Um. So you had you had uh, there was a war on, and the farm animals consumed some radioactive material, and uh, the sheep and the pigs start going at it. So you have the army of the Rams, R A M S, standing for Rebel Army of Military Sheep, mm. going up against the Porks, platoon of Rebel Killing Swine, Killer Swine. <clears throat> I'm I'm a fan of a humorous anagram, so. More yeah. power to I mean, who isn't? Oh, uh, I see the word anthropomorphic here. So, anthropomorphic? Yep. I mean, I'm not even going to attempt. I can't say anything tonight, so I'm just going <laughs> to... I'm uh, My old enemy, I'm just going to let him go. Hey, what is, I'm trying to... Uh, uh, no, I, I'm sorry. They were... Uh, the, there are these animals, and they're given uh, human characteristics. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Can you help me out here, That's the one. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm, I just. I mean, I mean, I. You know, I, I've I've not been able to speak since Jump Street tonight. So, really, guy, I feel like you're doing just fine. Yeah, I'm really killing it. I'm starting to lose my voice now. The good thing, right? Like it's getting. We're on the last part feeling. of the show, so. Um. So you got some fun names here. It's a very, uh, very punny line. You get uh, Sergeant Wooly Pullover. Mm-hmm. Uh, Commodore Fleece Cardigan. They mentioned some of these in commercial. Major Legger Mutton. Uh, Pilot Fluff Pendleton. Uh, and then the Porks, you had General Hamfat Lardo. <laughs> Private Can we start calling Bacon. Jake that? Yeah, Hamfat Lardo. <laughs> General <laughs> Hamfat Lardo. Private Sido Bacon. Uh-huh. Uh, Sergeant Shote and Sweet. Oh, can you call and me that? Captain Tusker Chitlins. 
Oh, I like that too. I want that one. Yeah, Tusk, Captain Tusker, Tusker Ch Chitlins. <laughs> uh, Which is the what, most? What's, uh, what? What's the most humiliating? No, what's the heart? What's the like most popular one? What's the the chase variant? Well, what's sh shout? Oh, okay, a shout or uh, as a piglet, an unweaned pig. I wanted to check that one out. Uh, and that was they. So there are actually two series, okay. even though two you, waves. Know, you say, "Oh wow, this isn't a short-lived line they made too." No, like they pump these all out at once, and right. then they just kind of release them like, oh, a okay. week later. Uh, you got Ma Master Sergeant Cornelius Cannon Fodder, uh, Private Bull Bellwether. Uh, see, this is where they start losing the sheep names. And we get back Commander Missiles Mutton Chop. Uh, we already have Mutton, uh, Lieutenant. Sure shot Shearling. I'm okay with that one. And then the pigs you got Corporal High on the You ain't got nothing. Nothing on my mutton. Uh, Remember when Jerry, you, you Jerry was eating mutton and he was spitting it in the napkins? <laughs> on Seinfeld? Mm-hmm. That was good stuff. All right, continue. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, the Corporal High on the hog. <laughs> yeah, that like High on the hog. I didn't call Jake that. Uh, Staff Sergeant Blaster McBacon... Uh, Major Piggyback Gunner, Captain Hog, Wild. Yeah, the first line names are a lot better. but um, <clears throat> And they were just solid molded uh, uh, glorified squeak toys uh, with some cool attachments. With the squeakers taken out of them. With the squeakers taken out. Yeah, just leave the squeakers in. Yeah. yeah. You could give um, it to your dog I mean, and after 10 seconds of being bored with it. Yeah, these are, these are fun in the same way, though. Like it, It's amazing that they could probably just re-release these all now with the same packaging and everything because it's, you know, the, the retro aspect to it. But there's no difference between, like, this and, like, uh, a Funko Pop. Oh, absolutely not. No, no. You know, it, it's just... Same with like, Food Fighters, now, though. And now, that, that's, that... Same thing with Food Fighters. Yeah, you just buy these up. And, like, I would love to just have these little guys sitting on my desk because they're cool looking. Yeah. Zero articulation, you know? but they're cool looking. Yeah, right. And you know what? Maybe I'll try and get you. I'll, you know, I'll, uh, we're at cons and shit. I'll look for these for you. Get the, I'm gonna start date when I start digging in that Rubbermaid bin underneath the uh, underneath the table where I find those fifty cent pieces. Yeah. Uh, I make sure to keep an eye out for these guys. But you need accessories uh, too. You just can't have the barnyard animal. You need the, no, the no. War then you just have a pig sitting on your desk. Yeah, right. But uh, and you've had that, but he's. Yeah, but but if I can have a fully fully armored General Ham Fat Lardo <laughs> sitting on my desk. Yeah, you've or had a non-armored one. Captain you just Tusker haven't had Chitlins. a. Yeah, right. Um, these were great picks, Squeeze. This was a fun episode to go back and. This was fun. I I had a lot of fun doing my research. Like I said, I went down some rabbit holes. Yeah, I I, I came across a line that I knew we had, but I didn't think about for years army gear and i have some coming to the office so i will obviously make a video and some blog posts once they come uh but yeah we're cruising through the summer we're coming back next week music fest is not gonna stop us right squeeze no uh i mean maybe it's not okay it's not you gotta tell yourself you gotta uh, positive affirmations just like Stuart smiley said if michael yes. jordan could go through them we can too. Yeah, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh darn it. Gosh darn it. People like me. People. They do. They don't like not squeeze or me, but they like you. 
Even when they no, call they you. No, they like not squeezer you. Nah. Well, they, they they're not as much as they like you. You're just a. Sweet... You didn't get you didn't get called out for. Yeah, but in the same in, in the same purple. vein, he's like, I love him. For me, a big fuck RK. I don't love him. But uh, this was fun and uh, listen. You can get your Rad Years pin set by going to radyears.com, doing the five steps, and they're free. I send them to you. You don't pay for shipping. You do nothing. You do these five easy steps. You rate and review us. You subscribe to our YouTube channel. You comment on it. And you comment on that post. Send me proof, and you get the pins plus these awesome stickers. We got pins for sale coming soon. We got t-shirts still. There's a few t-shirts left. We get them before they're gone. Rate and review us, uh, because if you do, you get a free pin set right now, because we have about 25 of the 100 left. So get them while they're hot, and um, come back next week for another Rad Years podcast all summer long. Right, Squeezer? Yeah. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. Have a good one. <laughs>